Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. A Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn in for Clay Travis here on Outkick the Coverage. Coming up on the show, the Julio Jones story on Fox Sports 1. And now where does he end up going next? That is all the rave in NFL circles. We're going to catch up with Albert Breer and the great Petros Papadakis, plus a raccoon crapped in Brady Quinn's neighbor's pool and all sorts of NFL storylines, including What's the latest with Aaron Rodgers? All of that for you. Coming up next, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, in for Clay Travis. Outkick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the man himself, the pride of Dublin, Ohio, and my radio wife every single Sunday night here on Fox Sports Radio, none other than Brady F. and Quinn. Jonas, good to be with you, brother. It's always good that we get a couple uh, a couple of opportunities to talk during the weekdays. They usually just keep us on the weekends when everyone's enjoying yeah. adult beverage. But uh, finally, another opportunity here on the weekdays. Uh, but I've already had an interesting morning. We don't need to get into it. Uh, there's too much to talk about in the world of sports right now. But it's just it, it's already been one of those mornings, if you know what I mean. Well, um, okay, well, let, let, why don't we get into it then, please? Like, just get this off your chest, because if we don't get into this, this is just going to be brewing, and you're going to take it out on me, you're going to take it out on your wife, you're going to take it out on everybody else involved. You got something on your chest, what's going on? What happened? Did you crap the bed? Well, okay, first off. Did you, did you, did you wet the bed? <laughs> I've done, listen, no, I wet the bed in my no, 30s. No. There's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of here. No, aside from this, or, or the, this, this situation I'm going to get into, 
our eldest got out of bed, woke us up in the middle of the night, you know, was having scary dreams. That That is on the horizon for you. It's already there for me uh, with, with one of our kids. So every once in a while, you'll just feel this presence standing over you at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., standing over you, <laughs> almost like it's a ghost. And then you finally realize it's, it's your almost five-year-old daughter uh, who wants to sleep in daddy's bed, which, you know, it, you know, it's cute and it's nice. And then you realize, like, oh, then she wants to make this a habit. That, that's where you can't ever start that. And so she doesn't think, get that in your head. Bo, now, what I, was, what I was trying to get to is, do you ever have those, like, neighbors or people you're friends with that immediately when they have a problem, they come to you for a solution? Do you have anyone like that in your life? Uh, well, no, nobody depends on me enough or trusts me enough in in the crunch with certain situations with that. But I, I do know the neighbor you're referring to, um, and, and there are a couple of candidates in my neighborhood. Unfortunately, I don't have a speaking relationship with any of them, so I don't have to deal with the garbage. Well, wow, well, okay, you set the tone early right when you moved in. All right, well, <laughs> so so the difference the difference for me is I try to be neighborly, right? I'm a, I'm trying to be a man of the community, help everyone out. I have a neighbor who the first thing he texts me, and this is at 5.30 a.m., is whether or not a raccoon went number two in his pool, which at that hour, it's so dark. I'm like, I have no idea. And then he starts going into this spiel how he's got this raccoon that he thinks has a vendetta against him. And I'm like, this, this is a lot. That like, like, one, I don't know how to get rid of a raccoon if that's the case. You know, you got to call it an exterminator or something or pest control. But... I also don't know how you're going to sit there and identify whether or not it is the raccoon's droppings of what he's doing. Uh, but that was what I woke up to this morning. Well, okay, why would you know whether or not a raccoon jumped in his pool and took a crap? So that's why, why I that? took offense. Because I'm like, yeah. all right, they think I'm from Ohio, and like I'm supposed to know this sort of thing. Like I grew up you know, hunting raccoons back in the day or something, and I can just get their scent and figure this whole situation out. I have no idea. And the other thing is I was like, well, I don't think you can swim in the pool for a while. And he's like, well, you don't think I can just clean it out and it's good to go? I was like, I don't think it works like that, man. I mean, I, can we get a little bit of love for the raccoon, though? I mean, because right. you know that you know this is all about revenge. So the guy must have covered his trash cans, or he must have, you know, uh, thrown out all the uh, the chicken bones and everything else the raccoon wanted a part of. And the raccoon said, "Okay, we can play this game. I'll just go caddyshack in your pool and make you have to empty the entire thing, and then hire a that's, pool guy, and that's going to cost you hundreds of dollars." So tough that's balls. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I even started to look up like what to do if this happens, and apparently it's a little more common than I thought. <laughs> you can find more information about this on the internet but i was thinking to myself like you know like are raccoons like us where you're not in the water when you do that you're like hovering over water if you will yeah and and then i and i started to kind of jump down this wormhole for about five minutes and i realized like oh yeah no like that thing was holding on to the side of the pool probably giving the middle finger to my neighbor (laughs) and then absolutely just letting it go this morning. Yeah. As soon as he he woke up, that's what he gets to wake up to. This is one vindictive little bit of little raccoon. I'll I'll have to give you an update throughout the course of the week. If we get a chance to come back on and work together. Listen, that's the advantage to having an above ground pool. I'm I'm sorry. Listen, you want it. You want to be fancy. One of those uh, good pools. You got to have an above ground pool. Get one of those Walgreens ones, those plastic ones to where if the raccoon climbs on the side of it, it'll cave in and it'll drown. I mean, listen, there are options out there. I'm just saying. You can go to Walgreens. You can pick one of those up. They're like 19 bucks. It's easy, easy, easy peasy. We'll fix it right there. Uh, all right. 
So there was a story in the NFL that I, I love this from so many different angles, just from the standpoint of, first of all, I don't even know if it's legal, but we've been waiting to find out whether or not Julio Jones, Brady Quinn, is going to be traded by the Atlanta Falcons. And you and I were talking about this on uh, our show on Sunday, how it's just sort of picked up some momentum here, feels like they're really trying to get a deal done, and it feels like Atlanta wants to move on. So yesterday on Fox Sports 1's Undisputed, Uh, with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp decided, all right, watch this. I'm just going to call Julio Jones live on the air, and I'm going to cut right to to the point. I'm going to talk to him about whether or not he's going to be leaving the Falcons and whether or not he's interested in joining the Cowboys so that he could tease Skip Bayless a little bit. And here's how it played out. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. Got to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look, you want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man, nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out, out. Of there? He's out of there. Ideally, where would you like to go? Uh, right now, I'm just, I want to win. Okay. Dallas. We don't go to Dallas. If you go to, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you already, I, man, listen, come on, man. You already know, I know. Okay. <laughs> you remind him we're on television. Ask right me why we're the Dallas. Listen, listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture. Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Julio, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, Dolph. All right, so the most important part of all that, Brady Quinn, is the fact that Shannon Sharp uh, did eventually tell him he was on the air because I believe that it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. right? I believe that it's illegal if you if you just call somebody and don't tell them they're on the air before they talk. I believe yes. that is a violation. That's why Jenny Taft sounded like she was panicked because there was probably a producer screaming in her ear, make sure he knows he's got to give him the heads up that he's on the air right now. So well, a little behind yeah, I the mean, scenes there. They, they could obviously be telling Jenny Taft that, or they could just tell Shannon Sharp that. I mean, that, that would have been – it's not like he doesn't have an <laughs> IFB in his ear and then he can't get any sort of instruction from the producer. There are so many different angles about this that – I'll be honest with you. The first part kind of made me feel uncomfortable. Like, I, I, would, I would hope that any relationship that I have with a current player or if I was a player and a relationship that I have with someone in the media would never try to put me in that situation. And 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 I I don't know if Julio would have said the same thing had Shannon said off the top, "Hey, I, we're on air," I, and and if and if he fully would have understood that, like right. I don't know that he fully understood that everything he was saying was going to be heard, or if it was more like if someone calls me on the cell phone right now on the side, I'm listening to what they're saying and having a conversation, but but the audience can't hear them, so. I felt uncomfortable. I don't know how you felt about it, but listening to it, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a bigger story than he wants. Although, Shannon and Julio are sharp, and and they're close. So I'm almost thinking that maybe this was orchestrated. That's what I thought, too. Maybe we're getting closer to June 1, and for those who don't kind of know how this works, once you get past June 1, you can do what's called a post-June 1st designation where – when you cut a player, you end up spreading some of the monies over the next two years, so it kind of halves whatever that portion of the cap hit is. So it lessens the amount if you cut them, or if you you know have paid them something and, and you end up trading them, it ends up lessening the amount that's going to hit your cap when he's playing for someone else, not on your team. So part of me was thinking like, all right, maybe this is this was planned to a degree, 
because of the the way Julio handled it and the way Shannon handled it, and and this was like a nice orchestrated thing to get the ball rolling. But if not, I would imagine Julio's agents like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you putting me in this situation right now? Atlanta's going to be ticked off, and all these teams now are like. Let's see how this goes, but I'm not going to offer that much for him. Because that's the next part of the conversation is, okay, like what's the next steps? What what happens? And it's it's probably nothing good for the Falcons. Yeah, well, and that was uh, – I believe it was Adam Schefter reported afterwards. He said that the, the back story on this is that Julio Jones approached the team earlier in the offseason, wanted to get traded. The team has been working quietly behind the scenes to try and facilitate a trade, but they were unable to. And now it starts to make sense to your point to where you think maybe they kind of knew what they were doing and this was a little bit planned to kind of force the issue. That I buy into just from the standpoint that – one of the things that we were discussing is it feels like there's been a speeding up of the process now. Like there was nothing done before the draft. I was just under the assumption he was going to stay in Atlanta. They tried to work a trade, couldn't get it done. The contract, nobody wanted it. There were no takers. And the fact that they were they were really aggressive seemingly and, and, and these reports started coming out the past week and then this happens on national television, I wonder if Julio Jones was at a point to where he's like, dude, I've, I told them months ago I wanted to get traded. Nothing has happened. We got to step on the gas and, and I'm not all that upset about the fact that this went down. If that's not the case, then I think he'd definitely be bothered by the fact that he wasn't aware he was on national television when this went down. Just saying. He would not right. be happy about it. Yeah. Not pleased yeah. at all. But but again, you know, Shannon said he's like his uncle. You know, like everyone's got that uncle that you love, but might put you in a precarious situation. Oh, yeah. So maybe you just chalk it up to that. You know, maybe 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 that's just his uncle that uh, you know, put him in a bad spot. But <laughs> look, it may work out better for him in the end if he really wants out of Atlanta. Yeah, I, I, do, I do like, though, how, um, you know, the, the subject of the Dallas Cowboys came up and he just sort oh, of scoffed great. at it. Yeah, he that just, just sort of, yeah, just, no, uh, no, no. I want to go to a team that's going to win. Yeah. Don't go to Dallas. Oh, you, you already know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so, no, that was, uh, that was well done. Uh, I mean, it may, look, I mean, I, I, you know, it'd be nice. I mean, if, if, you know, maybe one of these days, you know, you call up one of your buddies in the NFL, and we could have a moment like that, you and I, with him on the air. You know, you got some pull. I mean, I yeah. would do it, but I don't want to burn those kind of bridges, and you know I've got right, a ton of bridges. Right, yeah. yeah, you don't care to burn those sorts of bridges. No, See, me, on the other hand, it's uh, it's like I'm, I'm more on the, the team side of the player. You know, I, I just want to take care of the player. You're on team media. You're the one trying yeah. to expose them, get some headlines, see if some people can, like, you know, play your clip of yeah. talking to that athlete and just across the masses, right? Across the mass. That, that's, that's the team you're a part of. What do you mean me like the time? A little behind the scenes here. So Brady and I have been working together for a long time. This is a true story. On And you could tell it for whatever reason it was a slow weekend because you talked about how a long time ago that Jim Harbaugh, that the discussion of a lifetime contract had come up with somebody that you had spoken with in and around right. Michigan. right. It was it was literally the last segment, last couple of minutes of a show that we did. Not a big deal at all. It was just kind of thrown out there, and we were just kind of laughing about it. All of a sudden, it ended up, I think, on Around the Horn on ESPN. And the best part of it was, 
I had nothing to do with the story. I have no sources. I have no insiders. I'm a J-off who does weekend overnight radio here at Fox Sports Radio, and nobody knows who the hell I am. And yet the graphic on the screen when they were discussing the story and playing the sound from you was Brady Quinn appearing on the Jonas Knox show, not realizing that that it's your show. show. Yeah, Yeah, you've been appearing on that show weekly for three hours for five years. But again, I got all the credit and didn't have to do a damn thing. It was brilliant. I thought it was I know. Fantastic. We've got to orchestrate more of that. You know, we've got to orchestrate more of that, <laughs> that, that so sort of publicity bad. for you, man. So bad. Uh, all right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. We are in for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on FSR. Coming up next, we are going to talk with an NFL insider about not only a potential Julio Jones destination, but did Aaron Rodgers do himself any favors with his comments last night? We'll get into that next here. Jonas and Brady in for Clay. Outkick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be by the way, stick around. Uh, Brady Quinn is going to do a deep dive and a full breakdown on the Jazz Grizzlies game two. So I know everybody's looking forward to that, Brady. Uh, you've, you've spent hours upon hours breaking down that series, and, and I believe that's something we have to get to at some point before the end of the show. I, I thought it was going to be Portland-Denver. Yeah, Are we listen, not? one of the two. Okay. I mean, listen, if you want to multitask, you multitask. I'm not here. To, I'm not here to, to take you, from you. You know what series we can't talk about is the, uh, the Bucks heat because that series is over. <laughs> That's a wrap. OK, it is yeah. over. Giannis Antetokounmpo was juggling a basketball during the game at one point last night. That's where that series so has gone bad. to. So the team that made it to the finals last year uh, will be nowhere close this year. Yeah, it, uh, that was a rough watch. But um, what is never a rough listen or read, it is Albert Breer who joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Albert, who uh, you can see his stuff as always for the MMQB uh, and always kind enough with his time here at FSR. Albert, Jonas and Brady, we appreciate it. How are you? Yeah, and I'm going to have to tune in later for Brady's NBA analysis. I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> it's great. It, it's it's oh, it's really man. something. Yeah, it is yeah, really it's, something. It's uh, it's dynamic. Some people would call it Albert. Uh, are, are we going to talk some NBA with right? you? I know you're a big Celtics fan, so. Yeah, yeah, things aren't going so well on that front right now. So. <laughs> um, Albert, I, I got to ask you this, uh, because we were talking about the uh, Julio Jones situation uh, and, and Shannon Sharp calling him live on the air. And, and we were just kind of tossing around some ideas as to whether or not Julio Jones w- knew about the call or if this was part of a, a planned attack because he's trying to get out of Atlanta. But do you, did he hurt or did he help himself with that phone call yesterday on FS1? I don't think he knew. Um, and I, like I, I say that because it would be out of character for Julio. Um, you know, he's a very, very private person. And the fact that they were able to keep this under wraps for, I mean, about two and a half months. Now, Julio, you know, through his agent, approached the team about this two and a half months ago. And, and the team has, has listened. You know, like if somebody was willing to – turnover a first-round pick for, for Julio, he'd be on that team right now. Um, I feel comfortable saying that. So, um, you know, it'd be way out of character for, for Julio to, um, to, to, to 
to come out and say something the way he said it, you know, in that setting. I mean, that sounded to me a lot more like kind of a personal conversation or what he thought was a personal conversation um, winding up on national TV. Albert, so what's the fallout in your mind? Like, give me what you anticipate happening now moving forward. And obviously we're approaching yeah. June 1, which, which tends to be a, a significant date. Yeah, it is a significant date, Brady. And, you know, that, that was actually the only way that the, the Falcons would be able to execute the trade is as if it's post-June 1st. Their cap situation is that messy. Um, they can't sign the drafts right now. They don't have enough room to do even that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think this is always going to be kind of a big week because you're leading into that deadline. Um, not deadline, but that, that checkpoint in the calendar. And, um, you know, I think what's next really is – um, whether or not um, this sort of sparks some talks, because um, they did talk, the Falcons did talk to teams before the draft about Julio. Um, that's when it became clear that the first-round pick was going to be the price at that point. Um, you know, I think part of what you know get, got you know made teams a little hesitant at that point was, well, I mean, if we do a deal now, it won't be executed till June first, so we got to wait five weeks. Whereas. Um, now, if you do it, the guys in your team next week. Um, so, you know, I think that the Falcons hope that they can get some clarity on this situation over the next week so they can sort of move on with their business one way or another. Um, you know, and I, I know a lot of people look at Julio and, and look at what he's done the last 10 years and say, why wouldn't somebody turn over a second round pick for him? Well, it's complicated by injury, it's complicated by age. Um, you know, generally, and, and if you want to go back and look at the Khalil Max and the Odell Beckhams and the Jalen Ramseys and the guys who've gotten traded for high-end capital, Julio belongs with all those names. I mean, you know, like I said, like Hall of Fame player, but look at the ages of those guys when they were dealt. You know, generally the NFL doesn't NFL teams don't pay for age, um, and they don't trade for age. And so, you know, I I think one of the tough things for the Falcons here is kind of trying to walk that tightrope where it's doing what's right on your salary cap. Um, and you know, trying to give value for an aging player who obviously has been an all-time great for your franchise. Uh, Albert Breer of MMQB.com joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn in for Clay Travis here on FSR. Um, we were talking about this, Albert, the other night, Brady and I, on our highly rated uh, weekend show. And by highly rated, I mean not even close to being rated at all. But we were talking about this the other night, that we were hoping Julio Jones was going to – they were going to make it work in Atlanta because we just wanted to see what this offense could look like with the addition of Pitts and all of that. I know you recently came out um, and you had an article up yesterday uh, on Twitter. You can find it uh, at Albert Breer's Twitter account in which you talked with Matt Ryan about his situation, about when he found out about the drafting of Pitts and also where he's at with the new regime there. What can you tell us about your talk with Matt Ryan? Yeah, you know, I, I think he he's really excited about what the Falcons can do for him. And, you know, I know Arthur Smith is fired up to have him and you know, I, I, you know, I think if you look at like all the options Arthur had, I believe he interviewed with every team that had an opening last year. And, you know, one of the reasons why he really liked the idea of going to Atlanta is because um, he, you know, likes the idea of having an established quarterback and working with Matt Ryan. I mean, there are a couple of things that I think fit there. You know, it's number one. Um, you know, Matt had his best seasons um, playing for Kyle Shanahan, and the bones of Arthur Smith's offense in Tennessee are Kyle Shanahan's offense because, you know, Arthur, right before he became the coordinator there, worked under Matt LaFleur. Um, so there's that element of it, that there's a familiarity. Um, 
that, you know, I, I, Matt knows what he's going to be learning and, and Arthur knows what he's looking at when he's looking at tape of Matt over the last few years. And um, you know, then I think there's the other piece of it, which is the GM there, Terry Fontenot, who, you know, effectively was part of a group in New Orleans the last five years that rebuilt on the fly around an aging quarterback. And they didn't get there. But if you look, I mean, five, six years ago, the Saints had one of the worst rosters in the league. And they were able to rebuild that thing very, very quickly. And they got Drew Brees' quality swing to winning a championship. And so, you know, I think that they feel like, you know, Matt Ryan could have four or five years left, um, four or five quality years left. And, um, you know, having Matt Ryan on the roster buys them time where they can sort of take their shot at the next quarterback whenever it comes along. It's not, not unlike where, you know, uh, Andy Reid was going into Kansas City when they went and got Alex Smith, where – Alex is a really good quarterback. They could win with him in the time being, and it bought them time to wait for someone to come along that they really felt strongly about. That, of course, was Patrick Mahomes, and they went and struck. I think it's sort of the same idea here. Let's see if we can win right now uh, and straighten out our cap situation as we do it, and then when an opportunity comes along with a young quarterback, maybe a couple of years down the line, then, then that's something we take a look at. Albert, did you get the sense from talking to Matt that they feel like the windows open a little bit in the NFC South? I mean, it, obviously you have to deal with the yeah. reigning Super Bowl champs, but Drew Brees is gone, and and who knows what the Saints are going to be this year? Yeah, and and Brady, I mean, you look at the roster. In, in a certain way, it's like there are good high end players there, right? Like they've drafted, they they they've spent a lot of draft capital on the offensive line. Um, they've got some veteran guys and Jake Matthews and. Um, and Calvin Ridley and, um, and, and, and Deion Jones on defense, where if you can draft well around those guys, you could get good in a hurry, you know. And now you add Kyle Pitts to the mix. And, you know, I know Julio is probably not going to be there, and part of it's, you know, what, what he wanted. But, um, you know, you throw Pitts in with, you know, again, what should be a solid offensive line that they've invested in. Calvin Ridley, I think they believe he's got the ability to evolve into a number one receiver. And now all of a sudden, I think he can be competitive. And, and, and I think Matt's also well aware of the fact that, like, you know, for, for this to work, he's got to maintain his level. And I know he's worked real hard at that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any reason why, if you're the Falcons, you wouldn't say, you know what, like, if we could put together a couple strong draft classes the way the Saints did with Drew Brees a few years ago, um, then we can do it. And, you know, if you want to look at the Saints' renaissance – you can look at the big-time players that they've had and have been there a long time, guys like Cam Jordan, but really the basis of it was that one draft class where they were able to hit on Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchick, Alvin Kamara, and, and, and Marcus Williams in one year. So the Falcons can put something like that together. I, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to get good in a hurry. Albert, one, one more for me real quick. Um, in, in looking at what the Falcons did in the draft, it, it, obviously there was coordination with the fact that Julio wanted to be out. Then they go draft yep. potentially the best overall prospect, but also a guy that, like, when you look at his skill set in Kyle Pitts, he's kind of even like a bigger version of Julio in a way. You know, when you look yeah. at all his measurables and everything else, did that only kind of dump gasoline on the fire for Julio wanting to get out? I mean, and, and what is what is the reasoning for Julio wanting to get out? It's time. He just doesn't want to be in Atlanta anymore. Yeah. He doesn't want to be with Matt anymore. I think it's just not wanting to start over again. You know, and I think this happens with, with, um, you know, with players like that, you know, when they go through, you know, a couple of coaching changes, Julio has only been through one previous to this, but he's been through a bunch of coordinator changes. And, um, you know, he's seen sort of the page turned a few times now. 
you know, I think a lot of times, you know, a guy can be in a situation like that and say, I, I, you know, I want to go chase a championship somewhere, and I don't know how much I have left. And I think with Julio, too, um, and I don't know that he'd come out and say this, but when a guy's been hurt and been through injuries, um, you know, I think they feel their football mortality a little bit more. And, I, you know, I, I think when Julio said that to Shannon Sharp yesterday, I want to win, I think that was genuine, you know. Like, if you only feel like, and who knows, you know, maybe he can be Larry Fitzgerald play deep into his 30s, but he's had the Jones fracture, which has lingered um, for about a decade with him. He's had a knee injury. The hamstring kept him out last year. You know, I'm sure part of this for Julio is feeling your football mortality and, fail, and, and, and how close you came five years ago to winning a Super Bowl and thinking to yourself, I, like, if I can't get it done in the next year or two, you know, I might wind up being on the downside and then what? You know, and so I think as big a piece of this as any for Julio is is, is finding a place where he can go win a championship. And um, you know, it's like I don't know these teams that do it, but it sure is fun to think about, like San Francisco or or Green Bay. You know, given the connections there, obviously Julio is great with Kyle Shanahan, um, and San Francisco a, has a loaded roster. The Packers, I mean, what better olive branch to to to, to Aaron Rodgers than Julio Jones, right? And Matt Lafleur has background with Julio from Atlanta as well. So, um, you know, I think that's what it's about for Julio is, is getting himself in a position um, where, you know, he feels like he can compete for a championship over the next couple of years. And, and I think missing half a year last year, after he so effectively battled through injuries over the course of his career, probably made him feel his football mortality a little bit too. Uh, Albert Breer, last one before I let you go. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, in for Clay Travis here on FSR. You mentioned the Green Bay Packers. Where do we stand on the Aaron Rodgers front? Um, it, if if you had a hundred bucks and you walk into a casino in Las yeah. Vegas right now, are you betting on him returning to the Packers or being elsewhere? I like the Packers seem pretty resolved to keep him at this. Point. I, I just I, like my my big thing, Jonas, is like I, I don't I don't know what you do at this point absent doing like making a move for somebody like Julio that can fix this issue and you know I I know you said to Kenny Maine last night it's about people and and I think you know what he's alluding to there and you always have to sort of decode you know Aaron Rodgers Uh, there's always a message behind the message but I I think what I think what it gets to is communication and you know I think the way that the Packers um, failed to communicate ahead of time on Jordan Love last year uh, and then, you know, I think the, the fact that their approach wasn't any different this year, um, I think is why we are where we are. And Aaron, I think, took a look around and looked at the landscape and looked how aggressive the other teams in the championship round, the Chiefs, the Bills, and especially the Buccaneers, have built around their quarterbacks and said to himself, I want some of that, you know. And um, you look at how other teams have built and mortgaging contracts and pushing money forward. And, again, especially the Buccaneers, where you look at uh, – they're saying basically – We'll worry about 2023 and 2024 when we get there. Um, I think Aaron wants his team to build around him that way. And I think what's difficult about it right now, the draft's gone, free agency's gone, most of the trade market's gone. So, I mean, again, absent a move for like a Julio Jones, what can you do now? I mean, really all you can do is say, hey, Aaron, sit tight. and We'll, we'll, we'll change the way we've done business the last 30 years. When we get to 2022, will that work? I, I don't know. Like I said, I think, a big piece of it is about building aggressively, but also about effectively communicating what you know you're going to be, how you're going to be handling the franchise, how you're going to be running the franchise over the next few years. And I don't think they've shown to Aaron that they're willing to build as aggressively 
um, as say you know the the the, the Bucks have around Tom Brady, or even you know the way the Saints built around Drew Brees over the last few years of his career. Awesome stuff. Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. He is uh, Albert Breer. He is the senior NFL reporter. Uh, you can read his stuff at the MMQB.com. Always appreciate a few minutes of your time, Albert. Hopefully, we can do it again soon. Thanks, Albert. And, and I'll be tuning. And I'll be tuning in for Brady's NBA now. <laughs> That's I'm right. You, man. That's right. You stay tuned. Uh, and you don't uh, go anywhere, guy. right, Albert? I'll fly out there and see if, if we're not talking Celtics in an hour or so. You you text me. Let me know. Oh, man. You can skip the you can skip the Celtics analysis if you, if you do that <laughs> okay. for me. I appreciate it. Well, that's all I'm really prepared for, so yeah. I don't really have much else. Well done, awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Albert. We appreciate it, man. This is Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. In for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, top of next hour, we will call it uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to get into the very latest on the Aaron Rodgers conversation, a potential trade. What happens next? He was a guest last night and uh, the most recent commentary from uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, courtesy of ESPN. We'll have that for you here at top of next next hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so, Brady Quinn, I know that uh, the number 10 is near and dear to your heart, correct? I mean, that is your... They, Always, you, man. Yeah. That, that was my number. That was yeah. my jam, yeah. And 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 you were willing to, to pay how much to try and acquire the number 10 when you were a member of the Denver Broncos? How much were you willing to pay? <laughs> Not that much, because I didn't end up, <laughs> end up acquiring it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted no part of acquiring that if it was going to cost me thousands of dollars, which, again, as I said at the time, I, I was still baffled by the fact that, like, at that point, I wasn't going to be the starter. I was going to be a backup. And when they told me they had an inventory of number nine Denver Bronco jerseys that I had to buy, I started going down that wormhole of, okay, what third world country can I donate these to? <laughs> so that way I've at least got a write off and I'm not, I'm not like pl- paying it completely out of pocket. And so you might have found some, some little kids running around over in a third world country with a bunch of number nine jerseys on for the Denver Broncos. But uh, it, it ended up that I was like, man, this is only for one year. It's the last year of my contract. I'm probably not going to sign back here. Uh, I don't think it's worth it. So, so I ended up just sticking with the number. Okay. Do you have any, by the way? Do you have any spare jerseys like like uh, from like like jerseys that yeah, you know you, yeah. you would give? Because like at some point your daughters are gonna want to like know about their dad, right? So, so sure, you, like have sure. them all decked we'll, we'll out. Definitely want to know about the number nine Denver Bronco Brady Quinn for sure. Well, isn't that where you met your wife in Denver? Yeah, but that was actually before I was playing for them, and uh, outside of us meeting in that same city at a charity event. It, it, I mean, it, it, it wasn't even the same time frame. We actually, I was still playing for the Browns at the time when we met. 
Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. regardless, so there's literally no significance whatsoever. Right, well, but but again, I I know that you wanted me to ask you about that, and I, like that was something of you wanted to make sure that I got. Oh, I'm an open show, book. So, I'm not like yeah. some people who get really nervous about talking about their personal <laughs> life on here. I mean, I already talked about my neighbor texting me about a raccoon crapping in his pool, which I'm still trying to. He's still trying to figure out whether or not it was a raccoon. He thinks it is because this little squirrely guy has been getting after him. Like he's been popping the top of the trash cans off. Eating all of his leftovers from uh, from DoorDash and everywhere else he delivers. This guy gets delivery food every single night. It's unbelievable. It, true and, and I think the raccoon's polishing off the uh, whatever's left over. I've never used a delivery food service. That, that's I've actually not surprising, time. knowing you. But I just I, I don't know. I would just rather go get the food myself and bring it back. Right. Right, I mean, you're but, old but school again, like that. Yeah, but you're again, some school. people, you know, some people are built differently. You know, and That's I'm not right. here to brag about That's myself. Right. This is this isn't to, to glorify myself. Some people are built differently. But the point being on the jersey conversation, the reason why I wanted to ask you. So Mac Jones, uh, he wore number ten as well too at Alabama. He did. Now, yeah. now I I don't know if there's any correlation to him wanting to be the number ten because he grew up idolizing you. I, I have a theory about Mitch Trubisky. I think Mitch Trubisky wore the number ten. He's from Ohio, yeah. uh, so therefore he uh, looked up to you but mac jones war number 10 he's now a member of the new england patriots uh and then he rolls out to uh, otas and everybody goes hey who's number 50 taking snaps uh and yeah. it turns out that's mac jones because apparently this is a thing with bill belichick to where yeah. rookies have to earn the uh the jersey number of their choice so mac jones rolls out wearing a number 50 and something tells me you wouldn't take too kindly to that if you were a member of the patriots I don't think no, like no. That I mean, it, that was kind of, uh, we, you know, we didn't do that when I got drafted to Cleveland. Romeo Cornell, who came from the New England Patriots, right? Um, he didn't make rookies do that. But there was like that element of no one talked to us. <laughs> no one talked to you as a rookie. You were referred to as Rook. No one knew your name, regardless of where you're drafted and what you did. Uh, back then, we, we had, I, I would guess you'd call a little bit of hazing. Uh, both Joe Thomas and I had our, had our heads buzzed. But uh, no, it was it was all it was all fun. It was all fun. It really was. But that's I mean, look, he's wearing Mike Vrabel's jersey. I mean, that's a yeah, pretty a good that's a pretty awesome number to be donning Mike Vrabel's jersey if you're going to go out there as a quarterback. Now it looks a little funky, but if you had to go with a non-traditional quarterback's number, which one are you going with? Because you remember Doug Flutie back in the day wore number twenty-two. Like Flutie wore number twenty-two when he when he was throwing touchdowns for Boston College. So if we're going non-traditional jersey number, uh, when it comes to uh, which one you prefer to go with, uh, I I would go with something in the nineties. I think that would be a little bit more comical. I think there would be a little bit of a comic element to it. Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless, Mac Jones rolls out with number fifty. Cam Newton's got his number one, and everybody else is trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. Uh, This is uh, Fox Sports Radio in for Clay Travis here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.